Well, I'm ready to go and have, I've had that. Why don't we just move the table closer to the seat? There isn't a table. No, no, this isn't on a table. It's because obviously, so, right, Let long story short, the bed I, have, I am on here is my bed. That is and your bed. This is my bed. And the mattress. I wonder why it wasn't well worn. Oh, oh, oh. How do you The mattress on the bed is smaller than the bed. Who's the mattress? My mattress. Why is your mattress too small for your bed? Because my mattress is from Jersey and I was gifted this bed frame. Hang on. How long have you been living like this? What do you mean? How long have you been sleeping in a bed with a mattress that doesn't fit the bed? The entire time I lived in that flat. Well, you don't get any women back, honest to God. Interesting. That's unreal. Uh, Are you being serious? Like, how, how much smaller is it? Oh, like, like tiny. Well enough, well, enough to fit this mug on one of the slats, hence the point of why you can see me reaching down. So this is sitting that's on one slat. That's a massive pan. That's not a mug. That's a that's pan. That's a mug. It's a huge gap. It's not, this is not, no, because people are going to think I've got a sports direct mug. It's a little mug, <laughs> and it sits against just snug in one of these slats. It's like, a, what's the biggest size bed you can get? Uh, king size is it? It was a queen's bigger though, isn't queen. it? Yeah, it's a so queen I, size. So I think, I think the frames either king or queen, and, and then the, the, the matches is either double or yeah, yeah. So I think the yeah, yeah. So I think the frames king, and the mattress is double, and then it's got a little coaster. I've got a bedside table in there, have I? I'm you know, I'm borrowing You're a room disgrace. basically. You I'm are that. I'm adaptable. I'm adaptable. You know, I've been told. Welcome back, by the way. Yeah, thanks, mate. Miss holding me. the holding the fort. No, not this time. Oh, fair enough. Holding the fort. Well, I didn't miss you because you were technically there. I had to listen to you for two hours still. You say nurses have it tough through the power of pre-recording, eh? Oh, good job. We've done a couple of them though. Yeah, it's gone down quite well as well. People have enjoyed it. People have enjoyed the. Um, for those of you who didn't listen last week, we put out our thirty-eight and under eleven, where. The only stipulation was you could have only have made a maximum of 38 appearances, and it's gone down quite well. People have liked the, um, what would you call it? The idea, I guess? Yeah, yeah, the notion. The, ah, no. the notion. No, I so thought it was decent. It was a good idea. I had it, so it was my well, idea, so well, obviously it was good. But... Yeah, well, that was the... That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we've got a lot to cover, because um, yeah, we've got like two weeks' worth of action to pick back up on. Yes, and so Chelsea is still shite and Everton is still boss next. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm more than happy to leave it at that right now. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You want to start with your boys? Yeah, if you want, yeah. I'm just yeah. enjoying it while it's lasting, to be honest, mate. It's been great, isn't it? Can't go on all season, let's be completely realistic and honest. So, yeah, we've got Brighton at the weekend. Um, obviously, we're off the back of beating West Ham in the Carabao Cup 4-1. Couple of injuries come off the back of that. We still haven't heard nothing from the club yet as to the extent of. But last night, Carlo was quite dismissive. Richarlison and John Joe rolled ankle a couple of days to be fine. Um, the Alam one, he said, you know, it looks like an adductor rather than a groin, which is better. But you know, I was looking at looking at the game, and uh, obviously Fabian Delph and Sigurdsson were on. Um, Delph actually done all right. Sigurdsson played well. And I think mm. I think the bulk of it is down to the players around them. So, for example, obviously, James is a, just a fucking worldy. The system that we play with him just seems to suit everybody else as well as just suiting him. 
Yeah. You know, from the outside looking in, you, you would be be easy to get caught up in. Oh, Hammers plays off the right and he just wanders in. But it's how it all works around him and what people are doing with their runs and their positions while he's doing that. And he, he just it's just a nightmare to pick up. Uh, every touch is quality. He doesn't waste the ball. He's always he's always impact and play without looking like he's ever in second gear. It's it's unreal. He is one of the classiest players I've ever seen at an Everton shirt. He is unreal. He's such a difference maker. And obviously off the back of that, you got Richarlison and Calvert Lewin fucking flying. Calvert Lewin more than anyone, obviously, but he's just turned into a beast. That's not just since Hammers has come in. You know, he, he was he was good under Carlo at the tail end of the season as well. But since Hammers has come in, he just looks a completely different beast altogether. He's just... I mean, obviously, he's been called up to the England squad today, which is apparently a good thing. Um, <laughs> I'm not a huge England fan, as we've been over before. Um, I just hope he either doesn't get on, or if he does get on, he gets off without getting injured. Well, but yeah, I made up with us at the moment, mate. Flying, doing the right things the right way. Got a few players playing above and beyond where they were last season. Um, Michael Keane being one of them. I thought he was a he had it about him to be a little bit shaky and towards the back end of last season he sorted that out. Um and then obviously this season he's been he's been tremendous for us. He's been fantastic. So yeah, um all good things, mate. The, the left back who's coming, Niels and Cuckoo. Oh quality. 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 It's few hundred and fifty grand off Marseille. Thank you very much. Well, all three league games now. Three League Cup games. Great. Looked great in them. The Salford, the yeah. What was it? The Salford Fleetwood and then West Ham. So he's had a plethora of games there. You know, mm. he's played lower league opposition. You would expect a big, strong, quick lad to be able to cope with that and cover the ground well and, and leave a good account of himself. But it was a big test up against West Ham. It was the biggest test so far of his Everton career to go in against West Ham against Premier League players. And West Ham are a full strength. Um, apart yep. from obviously the goalkeeper um, and what they could do at the back with having people out anyway. But that, that was as good as West Ham can give. And obviously, this is the West Ham team that. Went out and played Wolves last week and oh, before. And then, you know, they turned up to Argaff, won their little half time, they come out, scored in the first 45 seconds. You think, oh, here we are, this is Evan. This is where we're going to capitulate, and we don't. No. You know, an early goal like that can knock the wind out, but it, it was almost treated with a little bit of spite. It was like, you cheeky bastards. <laughs> Get the ball into Hammers, make this check. Like, obviously, the enforced change that land to Corey. The Corey adds more legs and more, more strength and power from midfield. He doesn't sit as much as Alan, obviously. Sigurdsson look looks so much better, as I say. Just uh, just exciting times, be a blue mate. I will enjoy it for as long as it lasts, but I don't expect it to last a lifetime. I'm not that uh, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> this is the thing, though. You you opened with the one 0 win against Spurs. Yeah. Then actually, this is even before we last had you on because you beat the after that you then beat West Brom five two, which means you actually watched. Which would have been the game you'd have normally drawn two to. Yeah, yeah. Like you're saying last night, it'd have been the game potentially where there'd have been a wobble afterwards. Yeah. The Crystal Palace was a good two one win. Yes. And well, and that's sorry, that's where we're up to in terms of it's like a they're the games that you'd have drawn, like you're saying, or you'd have capitulated. Yeah, yeah. They just come they're games out. where if you concede if you concede one against those sorts of teams, like like to West Brom last season without Carlo. We'd have conceded that, that free kick and it'd have been heads down, turning on each other and trying to force play and playing too quickly, not looking to retain the ball and play clever. We'd, we'd have panicked. But under Carlo and 
obviously with having these new players helps being able to to carry out that vision he's got and that, that style of play he wants to he wants to impart on us just makes the difference massively just able to go and stretch opposition able to bring them on to admit on the break able to play wide able to then go central and overload we look we look great on the break as well by the way as soon as that ball turns yeah. over and Hammers gets on it all you can hear is about five people around and shouting Hammers Hammers and they're just all spread out across the pitch nice and wide and expansive get the ball to me and, and we'll we'll break and it, it's really really good to see I'm enjoying it man very much so it's with a purpose though as well like you're saying on the that quick break on the counter, it's not just bodies running for the sake of it in any direction. No, there's no, a no, purpose no. to it, and there's yeah, a yeah. structure to it, which yeah. is Carlo Ancelotti. You know, I obviously experienced that myself years ago. But you got Brighton this weekend before the international break, despite yeah. the fact we're in a global pandemic. We still have them. Now Brighton have lost to Chelsea, battered Newcastle, three 0 and then been unlucky against United. I mean, we can get into that later, but. They're sitting on three points. They're not an easy game. I mean, there's not an easy game in the Prem as well, which I want to get onto later anyway, but they're not easy. So if you can come out with another win there and you're unbeaten, you've won all your games in the league and the League Cup before the international break, you're flying. And then yeah. when you come back, you've got the derby, which yeah, is this the most confident you felt going into one? Right. I had this conversation today with a young lad who was here at lifeguarding work, right? Oh, yeah. Chatting away. He's a red, I'm a blue. And he's chatting. He's going, oh, Everton are flying, blah, blah, blah. And obviously, I've got me LFC Foundation top on. So he's like, you know, everyone just assumes you're red. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, yeah, uh, I'm worried about the derby, me. And I went, why is that? And he went, mm-hmm. oh, you know, they're flying and all that. And I went, I'm a blue. And he's like, oh, are you? <laughs> and I went, yeah. The whole tone changed. And he went, are you confident then? Are you? I take it your confidence. And I went, seconds ago, you weren't. So someone's got to be confident and he just starts laughing. I went, listen, mate, I'm nearly 40. I've been in similar situations before where Everton have been on a great run of form and then and we capitulated. I said, so I'm going to take nothing for granted. I said, however, this is Carlo Ancelotti. This is his team. These are his players now playing the way he wants them to play. So I think if it takes me Everton half off and look at it as a football fan, there's no reason why Ancelotti can't go and at least give them a game. But as an Evertonian, I'm never confident coming into a derby, ever. Seriously, what was, I don't know. What was the score in the game after lockdown where you played them? Was it 0-0 or 1-1? It was 0-0, no, no, wasn't it? It was 0-0, wasn't it? And that's his only derby. Mm. So he's unbeaten so far. So, look, <sighs> if you took... I know you'd snatch you your... You sound like an Evertonian there. I know you'd... Just clutching at that throw. I know you'd snatch your hand off for a point, And even that would be incredible. I wouldn't. You'd, you'd, yeah, you would. You'd take a point now. Someone offered you a point, now you take it. You can't say you're never confident going into a derby, but you wouldn't take a point. I, I, I know you play to. No, I know you play to win, and I know you're a winner. But at the same time, if someone turned around to you and you can take a point now and you're done. No, I still expect us to go all out, and if we die, no. If we if we die on our shield, so be it. But I would expect us to go out and say, "Nah, this is us. We're going to play our football. We're not going to worry about you." Don't get me wrong. Liverpool will be in a stronger position than we will be, but I'll take it. I'll accept it. Clearly, never been managed by Jose Mourinho. Taking oh, points all day long as a Chelsea fan. Oh no, yeah, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, I've been really impressed by uh, Calvert Lewin. What's that? Eight goals in six games now. Yep. Or oh, he didn't even play in the six, did he? Isn't it five or something? Because I don't think he played in the game against. Uh, oh, he didn't play against Salford. Salford, yeah. Did he play against Fleetwood though? Yeah, it came on, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, so eight in 
um, five. That stat which we've seen was he's the first player to score back, hat-tricks in back-to-back home games under Ancelotti since Ronaldo at Real Madrid. And Hamas in all four games. Which is just one of the most fucking craziest of stats ever. Imagine if you'd have shown that stat to Everton fans back when he was at Madrid, saying, in the future, these two will be at your club and you'll be flying, you'll be joint top of the league and you'll be getting hat-tricks, Calvert-Lewin, just crazy. Let's be honest, though. Like, all this thing going around Twitter, and obviously I've shared a few videos with you that I've found quite humorous, uh, with Spirit of the Blues playing in the background <laughs> and, and all that jazz. It's fucking shit, man. This is why we can't have nice things, for fuck's sake. He's off the league after three games, just fucking get on with it. What do I always tell you? It's a marathon, not a sprint. Well, I mean, Liverpool won the league and they weren't as insufferable as you lot are being right now. So I'm starting to wonder who the real <laughs> pain in the asses actually are. Too fucking day. <laughs> they won the fucker and we didn't get a peep out of them. Yeah, they won the fucker and set fucking town on fire. True, they that, is, that is fair. What's worse, live a building on fire or Spirit of Spirit the Blues, Blues <laughs> top number one? I'll to be fair, it. if I hear... To be fair, if I hear Spirit of the Blues one more time, I might go like the life of building on fire myself. Because, wow. uh, fuck me. <laughs> Big Miley Cyrus fan over here, so, you know, unjust. Anyway. That would even surprise me, but crack on. It wouldn't, would you? But Everton, yeah. Brighton, you, you're confident? Yes. What are you thinking? 2-0. Um, 2-0? 2-0, 3-0, something like that, yeah. Unless Neil Morpay gets another penalty. <laughs> Speaking of Brighton, we might as well go into it. Thoughts on the United game? Uh, last night or the league no, game? No, yeah, well, last night was just like, you know, what do you call it? Um, routine, wasn't it, really? Yeah. The Premier League. No, I mean, I haven't seen it, to be honest. Pogba, it's a free kick that's going massively wide, takes a deflection and goes in, and you <laughs> swear he just scored a fucking Ballon d'Or winning S goal. It's just... Unreal, you're looking at it thinking, mate, it's such a massive deflection. <laughs> Where is your humility? But then I remember he's got his own emojis. Oh, and he's, yeah. a, and he's a brand, so he's got to celebrate everything, hasn't he? Because he, his highlight reel is going to be piss poor without it. But um, yeah, it was routine last night, but last week was a lot more interesting. I was... Was I out? I can't remember, because I texted you. You were out with you. Jordan. I was out doing... I think I was out, I must have been, because I remember saying to you, what's going on? Because it oh, so it'd come up saying 2-2 two, two, full-time. And I was like, right, that's and then it went, penalty to United. And then it was like penalty to United. And I was like, well, no, because it was the most United thing ever when the Premier League app comes up saying 2 2 full time, 3 2 Man United, 90 plus 9. <laughs> You're like, the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it back. I, I, I don't know how you can. I, I didn't know you could uncancel full time. Well, <laughs> because the infringements happened and hadn't been dealt with. So what happened was. Heads the ball onto his hand. Yeah, that's the infringement. Then they clear it, and the referee blows full time. Yeah, they draw attention to the fact that there was a foul before the game had finished. So he goes over, checks the screen, and goes, "You're right, that is an infringement. It's a foul within the rules of the game. That should have been given before the whistle. So that's why it was given, and then the whistle was blown afterwards." Which I guess is just like having a red card incident dealt with after it's, a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when they say, "Oh, the referee didn't see it. We're going to ban him for three games, for etc." There you go, yeah. More to the point, it, even that's not the worst part of it. It's like all these handballs that we've had. And like we can kind of like, you know, the, the Eric Dyer one. And what was, was it? There was the, 
Yeah, oh, they are. Well, based on the newest out. So we had the Brighton one. Everton had we one. We had the... Which Ward. one was your one? Palace, Ward. Yes, your one. His was, uh, by the way. The Eric Dyer one. Yeah. We had one where our equaliser against West Brom had hit Havertz on the arm before it went down. Diogo Yotta's uh, goal against Arsenal, the third one, hit his arm before he struck it. It was part of the control. So, again, it's that point of before the season we got told, right, it's going to be below the sleeve. The new handball was anything below the sleeve. So, effectively, your shoulder and the top of your biceps in. But anything below the sleeve's out. Um, which is great when you're wearing a long sleeve t-shirt, but even that's still not consistent. And I think that's where everyone's got the, that's why everyone's getting their fucking head in a twist again. Yeah. And I think the rules there for the reason, and I agree with it to some extent, I agree with it to the full extent. It's there for the reason it is what it is. But yeah, as you say, it's, it's that consistency level. It's like, for example, like the one that we got against Palace, if you watch Ward, his body shape is neutral. He's half crouched. He's expecting the ball to go the other way. His eyes don't leave the ball. Mm. His, his arms don't move through the ball or away from it, and it just hits him. But for me, it's because he's watching the ball. He's not looking at anything else, so he's not aware of his hand being in the space that the ball's going to land. As where Eric Dyer has jumped in front of the man. He's yes. raised his arm up above his head, so his, his arm's been extended to make the line of his body bigger, and it's hit him. And they're going, oh, well, he's not looking. I'm like, but his arm is up here above his head. Therefore... The line of his body is bigger, so that's that's a penalty. He shouldn't have his arm up there. See, but I the get... one that we got given against us, I would say no. If you watch it back in slow motion, which always looks worse, yeah, he's looking at the ball <laughs> constantly. He's he's not aware of his hand being in play. See the thing, and and I get the argument of what do we what do they expect everyone to do? Jump with their arms by their sides, and I get it's a momentum thing. Yeah, but at the same time, based on the new ruling, Andy Carroll has headed it and it has changed the direction that the ball was heading in from his header. So in the new rules, it is a penalty. It's just that the new rules are getting a bit... It depends. I'm almost sure I probably said on this show, why don't they just change it where if it hits the hand in the box anywhere, it's a penalty. Like, I don't have... I may or may not, I just feel like I've said that. I've said that at some point in my life. I've said, I just make it that so it's simpler. But for some reason, it's now... (laughs) just made it more controversial like i don't know if you've seen i can't remember what game it was after and it may have been that newcastle tottenham game when graham Souness on sky said it makes the game more entertaining and if we start if we were starting from scratch and we just said right from scratch the rule is if it hits your hand the opposition hand in the box at any point it's a penalty from like you know game you know ground zero Mm. no one would have a problem with it but it's because it's like chopping and changing and whatnot yeah, and I can kind of I can see where he's coming from. If we just went right, this is the rule, and but it's because we haven't that the issue is being created. I don't actually think the rule's an issue. Uh, for me, it's the consistency of it. Is is it's being the used, right? Yeah. yeah, are people getting away with murder in certain areas? I mean, again, I'm going to sound like a bit of a bastard, but I don't really care. The Diego Yata one, where it's his arm, he, he does control the ball with the top he of does. his arm. But for me, as a football fan, I would look at that and go, well, he hasn't handled it, no. But in, just... the eyes of the, in the eyes of the Lord of the game now, that's, that's handball. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, well, the, the, it's, it's, it's one or the other. That's the thing. You, like it, for those of you who don't know, it, it hits his thigh. And as it comes off the top of his thigh, it then hits his chest slash the top of his, like, well, the below his shirt. And then he mm-hmm. volleys it. And then Havertz, the one for the, the third goal, 
it comes over the top and he does the same thing it's kind of like stomach slash arm slash just like that area of the body yeah yeah he's not lent his hand out arm out neither of them have like you're saying lent their arm out right unavoidable they've not done what Thierry Henry did against Ireland uh, like, I agree that, that in. completely oh yeah, I was thrilled about it um flicking bang so it's it's common sense isn't it really but again common sense isn't allowed to be in it because a lot of people then again it's just everyone's opinion because a lot of people are saying common sense you should just go Eric Dyer added back to it no penalty a lot of people yeah. are saying the the, the, the problem I, I heard someone saying you're going to get the thing after the penalties we've had this I can't remember what I heard on after this weekend you're going to get managers and training this week go right lads if you're in the box you're the winger you've cut in and you, there's nothing really on flick it at one of their hands yeah, just aim for an arm and you're laughing. Just flick it up because they're going to be able to do it. Just go flick. Handball, penalty, right sound, laughing. And that I, I, it, it would be the first, like, you know, someone that does that. I bet you then the people higher up go, hang on a minute. They've gamed the system here. Right, change it. It'll change again. Of course it will. It will. How would you want it, though? Uh, and this is what I mean. Was, yeah. please. But what if, was that? if it's clear and obvious, if it's clear, clear and, obvious and obvious that somebody has used their hand or arm to gain an advantage of controlling the ball in play, it's handball. And what about the opposition? What do you mean? So as in you're saying like it's clear and obvious that they've lent out to gain the... Oh, so you're saying like attackers or defenders. I think you meant like attackers, like they've controlled oh, it. Anybody, anybody on the field of play. So if, if they're using their arm or hand to gain advantage to control the ball. Yes. Then it's handball. So would Eric Dyers be a penalty in your how you would see it? Yes, because he's used his arm to gain advantage because he's blocked the ball with it. But he's but then people are arguing that he's done that to gain the elevacy. elevacy. No, he's, it, uh, elevation. He's elevated yes. himself, yes. and his arm is still up there. I I can jump. Yeah, that's a good point. Way. You can put your he's arm hung up, now. and his arm yeah. is you know if and I don't know why I'm demonstrating. Nobody can see me, but his arm is literally is is. It's where is uh, the top of his arm is, is level with his head. That's a very top good his hands point. Hands up Even, and over. You're not gonna. And you don't jump like that. You don't keep them there. But he did. Push, he kept his arm up. You actually push them down. As you if push up push and then push down. down. Yeah, yeah, exactly to generate the lift. But this is up and it's out and his body's massive because of it. So yeah, that's a penalty. But Wards wasn't the one that we got. But you know what? I'm not gonna moan about the fact that we lost the game. But well, this is the thing. I'm not gonna moan about the Havertz one being slightly controversial. I'm slightly not. I th- the thing is, it's going to keep going. The argument is, if you change it halfway through the season, are not all the games that have already happened tarnished? Mm, tarnished, no. I think it's just a case of that was the law for that game, and that's what it is. The law for the next game is this. Yeah. Or you change it at the half point, way point, when everyone's... But, if, they, but if you don't change it and they leave it like this, the damned... Well, we're going to get... If you change it, you're yeah. going to get somebody going, oh, well, you should have changed this, so just change it, move on. We have had that few, that stat's been doing the rounds of the amount of penalties we've had in the first few games is almost what we have in a, you know, in a full season, a, X amount of period, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, if... I think we're always going to get that, though, aren't we? We're always going to get somebody, some smart ass from Jersey who's sitting there writing his little blog wow. beside him. I'm going to make the thing about saying, uh, oh, stats. Yeah, I'll look into this even, one. Even I'm not that sad, which is saying something. It really is, to be fair to you, bud. <laughs> oh, look, I can see you finally. You've turned the light on. Let me get the lead table up. So at the three moment, we've got... In. Do you know what, mate? Three games in, and I don't know about you, but I already can't be asked with my table prediction. Um, Crystal Palace aren't getting relegated. They're sixth. 
Um, Liverpool are not dropping off. They're going to steamroll the league and win it by 15 points. Um, City look worse. Uh, Chelsea uh, can't work it out. Tottenham can't work it out. Arsenal uh, going to get fourth, probably. United look crap. You're flying. Anyone can beat anyone. West Ham are beating Wolves 4-0. Fulham are going Ful- straight down. Ful- Fulham are going straight down. Sheffield United haven't scored a goal yet. But it's Was it right down. that Paddy Power have already paid out on them going down? Yeah, so Paddy Power have already paid on them going down. They just look completely void. See, I've still got... Actual I'm, idea. Just looking at my prediction here, I've got West Brom, Fulham and Villa to go down. I'm quite happy with that. I think that'll happen. Yeah, I've got I've got Fulham, I've got Fulham, West Brom and Fulham. I think we're right on, and that might be the only two things we get right <laughs> between us. This thing, I obviously have Crystal Palace to go down. Like I said, that was on the basis of them losing Zaha, which looks like they're not gonna. Mm, yeah, like I had I had Palace thirteenth. I still think. Yeah, you thought they'd be fine. Terrible. I also thought Everton would finish above United. And but this can't wait to be right about that one. <laughs> this is the thing as well. Burnley are 18th, and I don't think they'll get relegated. So I agree with you. It's three games in. It's you know, let's just calm down. But Liverpool do not look like they've dropped off. Yeah, Actually. I I honestly thought City would be up for this, but uh, I don't know. I mean, going spending yet another 58 million pound, sorry, 68 million pound on a defender. He spent 411 million. Yeah, it's 50 plus 50 mil plus Otamendi going the other way, which rounds which it up, but, which is. Might be the best part of the deal, by the way. Getting off. It might be, yeah, but fucking hell, man. It's some money on defenders that when you can't defend. A lot, a lot. Considering if you actually went through the defense, the decent defenders they've bought, Walker's decent, or like when they bought him, like Walker was a good buy. Mm. I think Stones. I don't think for fifty mil's been a good buy. We've done all right out of that. Yeah, Laporte's a good buy. When he's fit and flying, he's the second best defender in the league, probably. Ake is a good buy with at the moment, but Stones would have been a good buy like right at the beginning. I think it's yeah, it's a bit early judge. Zinchenko has been okay, mm. uh, me, me, okay, like okay, like yeah. Eh. Um, Angelino they bought and then sold, and then despite the fact he got voted best left back in Europe, they then sold him and needed a left back. Uh, Mendy's I don't even know about Mendy. Mendy has like flashes. He's like the William of like fullbacks. Mm. He's like. Good every now and then, but and he's too injured. Uh, who Mangala? I don't know if Ma- no Mangala wasn't in his time. Uh, the but in terms of like city defenders, Mangala, Yao Cancelo, Yao Cancelo, like doesn't get played. Danilo, who we've obviously touched upon in our 11s, uh, before he's like gone again. Eric Garcia doesn't want to be there. Splooge of money on defense and can't defend. It's mad. They can't, they can't. The thing is, like. I actually look at that City team and <laughs> as mad as this sounds, it's in need of a redevelopment. As mad as that sounds. Aguero's on the way out. Company's gone. Fernandinho's ticking. David Silva's gone. And that, like, you know, that sort of like that spine. They're all on the clock. They're all on the way out. And they actually haven't got... Like, Gabriel Jesus isn't good enough to replace Aguero. And he's injured. And he's injured. Phil Foden is kind of the David Silva replacement, you know, in theory. They haven't replaced company. They haven't got a replacement for Fernandinho. It's supposed to be Rodri, but we'll see. I just don't... They just... They actually need a lot of work doing to them, which is a bit mental. Mm. I think keeping De Bruyne is key for them. Massive, yeah. But I think De Bruyne's head may get turned this season, depending on how it goes. He's getting... He's, what is he, 28 now? 28 now, yeah. So... The absolute prime of his life. I mean, look, it's it's either it's either Bayern Munich or the two Spanish clubs, isn't it? 
that he would go to. You imagine it. That, you imagine that if he's going to make that step up, it would be to either he's twenty nine. Sorry, he's thirty next June. Hmm. So he's either going to go to one of the Spanish giants or Bayern Munich, and it's kind of that's, that. If he if he's going to leave City, it's yeah, that's what I mean. That's if he's yeah. going to move. But I think it wouldn't surprise me. Not something I've heard, but just looking at it, City obviously fell away spectacularly last year. Liverpool, as good as they were, City were bad. They lost nine games. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, you can't lose nine games. No, not, not, at Man, not at Man City. You just can't. The expectancy no. is too much. Yeah. Um, and then the game against Leicester, which is, you know, again, it's early doors. Everybody's on early doors. Yeah. The game against Leicester, I watched back, it was just simple defensive mistakes. But they all start from the front, not pressing in the right areas or, or the midfield, not trapping runners and creating problems for the back line. I mean, Vardy's clever with his movement. He gets across his man. He's been doing that for ages. But the one that Mendy gave away against Madison was particularly naive. Uh-uh. Madison just gets played into the channel. Mendy's the wrong side. Madison gets there first. All Mendy's got to do is get in between the ball and the goal. Just find a way in there. Don't touch him. Just find a way in there. Or if you're going to go near him, stand up and just apply a little bit of pressure so he can't get a clean shot. And the first thing he does is go right through the back of Madison. You're looking, thinking, how are you a 50-odd million pound player? How? It's just a stupid, stupid mistake that you can't afford to be doing. You touched on it there, the one with Vardy. We all we all know what Vardy can do. We all know what Vardy's going to do in these situations. Yeah. Why don't the Man City defenders know that? Well, they do. This is the thing. But I think a little bit of naivety keeps in with you think, oh, I'll get this one or I'll deal with this. And Vardy's it's too clever It's slack, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah Which, massive. by the way, Vardy's just getting better and better and better. Just, it's unbelievable, really. James Madison's goal's unreal. But it's just, that's it. the thing. You can't, you can't be giving away three penalties in a game. And and even even beside the penalties, Vardy's second goal, you know the little chop. Yeah. He shouldn't be getting to the front stick that easy and being able to do that. No, I know what you mean. It's it's just. And they actually started the game well. They they seemed fairly dominant and Riyad Mahrez with a screamer, but then it just capitulated. Yeah. And then you know it you know it came out again, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go on a Guardiola, you know, rescue rant. But you know it went off again. Guardiola shit the bed. Look how much money's been spent, yada yada yada. Fraudiola. Fraudiola, yada yada yada. And you're like, okay, fine. Like, yeah, they played bad. I'm not gonna sit and play they played well. But that whole thing came out again. But look, Leicester, you know, I said again, I said, Oh, Leicester might drop off. Nine out of nine. Liverpool, nine out of nine. Yourself, nine out of nine. Now we all know this is three games in this and normally we don't look at I don't know, I don't normally look at a league table till Christmas. It's because Chelsea have been doing shit and you've got nothing else to do. Do you know what? Like, right, should we go on to Chelsea? So. Is the next hour sorted? Uh, Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. We beat Brighton 3-1. Mm. And it was a job done kind of performance. The Liverpool game, I didn't touch on the Liverpool game last week when I, you know, when I put together the show. I literally just did some predictions for this. Is this um, when you wouldn't come online with your mates because you had a mood on? I mean, brilliant. No, last week when I did the podcast on my own again. Oh. Now, yeah, um, I actually just did predictions. I didn't actually talk about. <laughs> I didn't talk about Chelsea or Liverpool. I actually predicted Chelsea to beat West Brom three 0 Well, I was half right. But the the Liverpool game, <laughs> I actually, I didn't. Th- I know, yeah. I didn't think we played particularly bad. The red card didn't help. Um, was it a red? The yeah, yeah, it's a red. Yeah, he's um he's rugby tackled him. Um, I don't know why. 
I don't know why he's got his arms on him. I've heard some arguments of, oh, because, I mean, I even said it myself, the keeper's not helped by just being there all of a sudden. Because, by the way, he doesn't normally do that. It's not like Manuel Neuer who you kind of expect that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. everyone watching that went, what the fuck is he doing? Because he normally never comes off his line. So it was just a calamity, and he shouldn't have his hands on him, and it is what it is. I don't think the goalie had it either. I, like, do you know what I mean, I think he was... I'd almost rather them just let him score. Um, it, your, your, the missed penalty is obviously it is what it is. Jorginho with his little fucking hop, skip, jump, which just, it is what it is. <laughs> it boils my head. It, so, like, I, I said this, I think it might have been you I was saying it to. Obviously, I'm playing around with what happened, but you don't miss the penalty and Kepa doesn't kick it right at Mane and it's 1-1. Yeah. But it's happened and it is what it is, but I wasn't too disheartened with it. We had a very good result against uh, Barnsley in yeah. the in the cup. Uh, Havertz gets a hat trick. Tammy gets a goal. Giroud gets a goal. Uh, Aston Villa's new boy Barkley gets a goal. Chilwell mm-hmm. gets assist. It's it's a nice you know it's a nice run out. And you're thinking right sound. And then I said last week going into it, I said we've got West Brom. Okay, now it's time for a little statement. Now it's time for you know let's get back on track. We've played arguably one of the best teams in Europe in Liverpool. And not done too great, not done too bad against them. It is what it is. It was a bit lifeless at the end. But when you've got 10 men and your goalkeeper's kicking at one of their wingers, it is what it is. And yeah, the West Brom game was just garbage, basically, in terms of the first half. It was just complete and utter. It was just dire, really. I'm going to bring it up here. Callum Robertson obviously gets two. Kyle Bartley gets one. But they just dominated us. It wasn't even like, obviously, Thiago Silva has that Gerrard-esque slip. Which everyone jumped on top of. <laughs> he um, he didn't play the other night against Tottenham. Is he shit? He's not shit. I think. He, yeah, yeah. No, no. Mm, Half an mm. hour in the Premier League has ruined them. Remember, remember, you're uh, you're smarter than this. And then I, as as much as it's like people were winding up Chelsea fans saying, oh, "Are you celebrating a draw against West Brom?" Which, by the way, none of us were celebrating that draw against West Brom. But no, I think it was fight- just a case of, and this is from the outside looking in, because I'm not a Chelsea fan. I think it was a case of looking at it going. Fuck me, we nearly dropped everything there. But at least yeah. you got a point. Let's get out of here, and move on. It, and it's a, and it's an appreciation of the character of having that because I've seen a Chelsea team do that and lose three 0 I've seen yeah, a Chelsea exactly. team that would have gone on and lost five 0 and the and it's the fact that the three academy graduates were the ones who bailed us out. Yeah. So obviously the people like Werner and Kai Havertz helped, but yeah, Mason Mount, good goal. Callum Hudson Odoi and Kai Havertz linked up well, and then Tammy Abraham in the ninety third minute as I touched on earlier, gets a little touch on Kaya Wurtz's arm, but Marcus Alonso's played his last game for Chelsea. Yeah. I'll say that now. There's obviously rumours going around that at half-time, when he got dragged off, he went and watched the game or tried to go and watch the rest of the game on the team bus and wouldn't come out. And apparently, rumours from inside the dressing room have been that no one had seen Frank Lampard react like that before, and apparently he just ripped his... He just went mental at Alonso. And the reports come out. You don't know how these things come out. Leaks, obviously, players or staff or talking to people or whatever. Or the clubs leaked it itself. Yeah. He, he went fucking mental at him. Um, he Somehow, Emerson's now the second best left back in the club. But it's not an excuse, but we are still waiting for all the pieces to the puzzle to come back. And then it's not even a case of they're all back and it'll be rosy. It's they've got to come back and they've got to work out what works again. I mean, I remember saying to you weeks ago, Mason Mount would be one of the because a lot of people have been saying you know you get those pre-made squads that or like you know yeah. like sky sports and all them do and it's like Werner was up top and you had uh ziech 
Pulisic and Havertz as the front four. And I kept saying to you, Mount will be one of them. Mount's proved he's still one of the most integral parts of the team. Werner looks like he's going to play out on that left. Tammy Abraham up front. So all this, like, oh, the Chelsea grad- Academy graduates are all going to get pushed out. They'll only get pushed out if they're playing crap, it would appear. Like, they've, got their, way, yeah. they've got their spots. Callum Hudson-Odoi, it looks like he's staying by Munich have reignited their interest, it would appear. Obviously, we've signed him onto that £120,000 a week contract. So either play him and develop him or move him on. Because like I've always said, I can't be bothered with these conversations that always float around the club, i.e. Aubameyangs and Oatsils, as we've spoken about, and Pogba's. But I'm not, I'm not like, I, I, I've got no time for this Lampard out business. I've got no time for this threatening. I'm not worried. I'm not even in the remotely. What have I been saying to you since the start? I want this to last five years. You've been saying well, Frank House. Well, if it's, no, <laughs> off air. No. If, if it's going to take five years, it's not going to be rosy from year one. Can't be. And, 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 and you get a lot of comparisons of, look how well Arteta's done at Arsenal. Look how well Carlo's done at Everton. You know, and they've only had a short amount of time. Yeah. And I can understand that kind of like theory, but at the same time, I always say, just worry about yourself. You're flying. Arsenal are doing well at the moment. United, whatever United want to be at the moment. Tottenham are very up and down. Mm, very very desk. We're very up and down. Mm. And I don't have a problem with it. What 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 the interesting part is, is we've got Palace on the weekend. Then we've got an international break, which I actually think we need. I actually think that's good. I think I think oh god, fucking hell. That kit is bad, by the way. Side oh. tangent. That third kit is fucking bad. Like you you know, like sometimes you can try and like go. Ah, yeah, the no, but look, oh, it looks better on the players. No, it just looks shit. It looks actually, I'd rather them have just left it the salmon pink, and then, like we said, a little bit of blue detail on it. Mm. But this stripey crap all over, ah, it's, it's just, it is, it's legit the worst kit I've ever seen. Is that gone full B Tech Palace? Because it is bad though. I actually, it's making me like the Palace kit, and I think that's terrible. But, yeah. anyway. but I actually think the international break is very good for us to have mm. a couple weeks off. Try and have a good result against Palace. I know my tunes kind of changed a bit, but get walk out of a good result there and then take the break. Hopefully the likes of Ziyech and Pulisic and um, who else has been on a knock? I can't remember who else has been on a knock, but they're back in. Tomori and Zuma played really well the other day. Look, the Spurs game as well. I actually thought we created chances. We're just not putting them away. This is the issue. We're not burying them. Werner's finish, I don't know if you've seen it, is great. Yeah, that's what we needed. Aspel Quetta does the dummy, great strike from Werner. But towards the end, um, Hudson Odoi and Mount both had opportunities. I don't know if you've seen; they both had opportunities to play in. I, I know one of them was Tammy Abraham. I can't remember the other one for a better opportunity, and they didn't. And that is the inexperience of the academy. You've yeah. got the one side where they bailed us out of the West Brom game, and then on the other side, you go in. Not they cost us that game, but they're they're like the fine margins at the level we're playing at where. You have to then pass. And if they learn from it, I'm not To asked. be fair, to be fair, Mason Mount's had a full season in the Premier League with you. Yes. And he had a full season on loan at Derby, I believe it was, yes. the season before. So he's had minutes. He's Hudson also Adoy been to... has had a horrific injury. Which Mason Mount's always been to, like, on. sorry, he's been, like, to Vitesse as well. He's been around for a little while. Like, it's mm. not just the Derby year. He's it's just that he's shit. Right, I mean, if you're not going to have serious comments or conversations... <laughs> I'll sub you out again. <laughs> it's it's but, just, it's not very often since we've been doing this, let's be honest, that I've had to sit there and think I'm better than you. So I'm taking it. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with it. But yeah, I mean, 
I'm not worried. It's a project, and I don't think, like the Chelsea of old, this will be a Frank Lampard will get sacked like before Christmas or anything. I would be really, I would be really disappointed if it was. I'd be really, really disappointed. This is going to take time. You can't just buy a load of new pieces and expect it to just work. It doesn't make me like, know that. Like, it's actually testament to how well the players are doing at Everton that it looks so seamless. Mm. It's not the given. It's not the given that Rodriguez, DeCore, and Allen have all just slotted in and look like the three of them have played together, let alone in that squad, the three of them played together. They look like for years. They just all know their roles. And then that's, that's like a really good thing. It's not the norm. No. But unfortunately, just because we have a better manager. You have a very good manager. You've got a European Cup winner right there. And hopefully we've got a future one. So yeah, I can only pray. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not too. Dis- I'm not too disappointed or too worried. It is what it is. We're top ten, so I'm happy with that. We're above United and City. So, yeah. Can't complain. Um, Villa are doing well. We've I don't obviously... expect that to happen for too long, though. To be honest. No. What do you think of the Barkley signing? Oh, I made up for them. What a move. <laughs> um, bone of contention in work this week. That one. Go on. Um. Well, there's a few of us that are blue noses in there, so it, it's quite decent to be honest with you. Um, no, it is. It, it, it's a good balance. So me and a another, I won't say his name, not fair on him, um, decided that we made up that Barclays ended up a villa, and we could see it coming a fucking mile off because the grass is not always greener. Fucking the rat. But this wow. other person was like, "Oh, I took him back." So I was like, "Sorry, what? No, not a chance." Doesn't get in ahead of Decore. Alan Gomez, and he was like, oh, he's better than Gomez. And I was like, oh. Ooh. Yeah. Now, I don't agree. Different he's got player. his reasons. But, yeah, he's got his reasons. He's like, Barkley's got legs and will probably get more goals than Gomez because Gomez won't shoot. But I'm like, Gomez's work off the ball enables people around him as way yeah. Barkley. I don't think it's clever enough to carry out the job that Gomez is carrying out. But a, a few of us were happy with the few of us weren't. But me personally... I'll stick my neck out on the line. I'm fucking made up for the kid. Um, leaving Chelsea to step down to Villa. <laughs> is Barkley better than Gilfie? At? Being a number 10. No. Did you watch our game yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Gilfie actually played well. Gilfie played really well. It, yeah. seems to, it, it seems to be, and I'm hinging it on a couple of things, not just Hammers, so Rodriguez being there, but... The system that we play <laughs> to enable Hammers suits other people. And because we've got the likes of an Alan and a Decore in, we've got this young kid flying down the left. Because we've got Hammers playing so well, because we've got Richarlison back in his natural position, because Dom yeah. is doing so well up there, people around that seem to be stepping up and thinking, right, okay, well, now we can try something. Now the system works. Like, Gilfie played yesterday and didn't look... Didn't look shit at all. There wasn't any part of that game where I looked and thought, Gilfie's fucked up here. Same goes for Fabian Delph. Now, I've never rated Fabian Delph. No, you've not, no. But he played really well. It's not a yeah. one-off. He, he's played well because that system is drilled now. That system's in place. He's obviously worked at... We've seen over the uh, Project Restart, he's stuck with the two up top because that's what he had. He's then gone out and got three new players into the midfield. And he's obviously spent his time redeveloping the style of play and people are bought into it so Gilfie is better than Barkley at number 10 in our current system but that's the thing the, Gilfie's never been a number 8 or a wide man no like, he can only be a 10 yeah. whereas Hammers can clearly play a bit out wide play a bit as a 10 he can play anywhere yeah 
Gilfie is a 10 and that's it. You could play Whereas... Chipman and still get an assist. <laughs> I know, yeah. Whereas G- Gilfie's been getting played out wide and in yeah, the yeah, 4-4-2, yeah. been playing as the 8, and he, he's not that. But then he gets slated for it. He can't play it. Yeah, I know. But it's one of those things I've, I've, where... I've been, I've been guilty of, of lambasting him for it. Though. Oh, I've been oh. guilty of saying, for fuck's sake, you're a professional footballer. You should know how to manage yourself through a game as... You should to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know... I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to excuse it. Like, as a midfielder, you should be able to say to him, you're not playing as a 10, so don't get so far forward today. Yeah, but it's his but natural game. But for some it's reason, he seems... It's what he's been attuned yeah. to be doing, what he's been but, trained to do for, like, 20, 30 years. But what I noticed he wasn't doing yesterday was pointing at everyone else when he was free. No, he, was, he was open. He was but receiving. For some reason, yeah. Well. But you, all you do is move him slightly further up the pitch and suddenly his confidence is back. Like, is he afraid of fucking up and giving it away and it's he's too close to the goal? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's mental, but he, you play him there and he can play. But that's the thing, like, with Kai Havertz. He's clearly a number 10. Yeah. He's not a wide man. He's not a false nine. He's not a centre mid. He's a 10. And yeah. he, he will either play in that position or he won't. Mount can appear to play a bit out wide. Excuse me, play a bit as a 10. Mm. Like, as we have it, as an out and out 10. Pulisic is an out and out winger. Mm-hmm. Ziyech is a, well, we don't really know yet, but he appears to be able to play a bit out wide, play a bit as a 10. Yeah. It's about, like you're saying, working out who are the best ones that, and then enable everyone else. Like you're saying, Calvert Lewin's flying. Richarlison is better coming in off the left. Mm. James can play out on the right, which allows that system. James can play anywhere he wants, except in goal, because Pickford's back. But yeah, Villa. So yeah, they're doing the Arsenal. Um, what did you think of their game against Liverpool? Um, I thought Liverpool were meticulous. Yeah, they're just apart, not. Apart from that one mistake where Rabo didn't clear the ball properly and Lacazette scored, and even then Lacazette scuffed it. Well, here's the thing you touched on earlier, and I, that's what I was, I was knew we'd get back to this. When West Ham scored yesterday, and you looked pissed off, mm. Everton, and they went down and they got they took that lead back and then they pushed on from there. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal went ahead and Liverpool looked like the fuck is going on here. Like, yeah, no. as soon as, as, soon Brad, as Arsenal bang. scored, it looked like Liverpool took it quite personally. They were like, yes. hang on, fuck off. Not a chance, not like that. And they just fucking hit them um, and hit them hard. They're playing again tonight. Uh, sorry, they're playing again Thursday night for those listening. Good what point. can I say tonight? Can I say tonight? They yeah, they're playing tonight. Um, we were discussing it again in today, and I was like, even if they put the kids out, the difference between Liverpool and everybody else in the league, and I mean everybody else, yeah, is it doesn't matter what what team that Klopp fields, the mentality and work rate wins the game. Yeah, every player will run through a fucking brick wall for Jurgen. Every player, he can take Trent out and put Nico Williams in. He can put Curtis Jones and he can throw Minamino in over Firmino. He can make a few changes. He can push Shakirian instead of Salah. And these players will still run through a brick wall for him. And it's the mentality that will go and win the game. It's the style of play he's got his players playing. It's like, I don't think you can win a league of half in that, though. Like you're saying, I don't think you can. I never forget, the one that always stands out to me is when we had Jose the first time. Mm. And we went into the second season and we beat Wigan 1-0 and Hernan Crespo scored in the dying minutes. Yeah, I remember that That's a That's a mentality. Yeah, Leicester's whole thing was a mentality and yeah. a belief. Liverpool's, like you're saying, it, it you, you can't be up there without that. No, I agree with you completely. Um, 
Arsenal, I, I believe that the team's out now. I mean, let's have a quick look. They should be. So we'll do this live for on, uh, with it. for us, but obviously it's recorded for everybody else. So who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> just while we're on a Fulham are three 0 down to Brentford in the Carabao Cup. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and Fulham played. Oh, a second team. Yeah, fair enough. They can't afford to be in that cup. No, and I know, um, I know it's the quarterfinals, but they can't. They they Villa just are, Villa are currently playing Stoke. It's mm. nil nil. John Obi McCall there. For By the way, Bert, Bertrand Traore, good signer for Villa. Yeah, not bad. They are actually putting together the right team, but they need a goal so, scorer. Liverpool are putting out Nico Williams at right back, Adrian in goal, Reese Williams and Virgil van Dijk at the back, and James Milner at left back. Marco Grewich, Curtis Jones, Harry Wilson, Minamino, Diogo Jota, and Mo Salah. So much changed. Arsenal are putting out Bernd Leno, Kalasinac, Gabriel Holding, Cedric Suarez, Granis Xhaka, Joseph Willock, Nicholas Pepe, Danny Ceballos, Bukaya Sacco, and Edward. In Ketia, so a little bit of a change there, but I would say on paper that's more like Arsenal's first team than Liverpool's is like this. Yeah, do you notice how Minamino is getting molded into the Firmino role? Yes, that is the swap that keeps happening, and that's what that to me sounds like. That is the the Yotta Salah and Minamino is that well, yeah, long term or the i.e. plan B. Well, that well the. We can't write. Firmino is injured. Oh, we'll play Origi, which they they always played different when they had that out and out striker, which was mm. the thing the Werner argument, wasn't it? Yeah. Of why they haven't gone out and bought that straight. Maybe Minamino is the new facilitator. Maybe so. It Maybe makes so. sense. We'll see how that but goes. I, I, but, yeah. think, I think Liverpool will beat Arsenal tonight. Arsenal. Yeah, I do. Arsenal have been great in patches, and they've played games where you've looked and you thought, "Fucking hell, Arsenal are back. They're not going to be." You know, up at the the top two end, but they'll be back top within four, contention. Man. Yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah. But then the game against Liverpool, you look and it looked like men versus boys, and you're looking thinking, "Fuck it!" Yeah. Now Liverpool have smacked them here. But Liverpool, Liverpool are a cut above everybody else again. Here's the th- here's the thing though, right? And I and I, I'm not be like, do they who who they're gonna lose because they fuck up like the Watford game. Yeah, they'll have a loss this year. The, what, the, the Watford. The, Who's going to deliver it, though? This is the thing. Last year, they lost to Watford, and that was their fuck up. And then after lockdown, is when they lost their other games. And even then, they were like, oh, they've lost to Arsenal. They'd already won the league. And I mean, they'd already won the league. But it was like suddenly they were losing games, and it was like, it was very. They were surprised. Losing games, they were drawing games, or, and everybody was like, where, where, where's this come from? You know, this, well, they, this... they, they won it, and then City battered them. And. Mm. It was like, yeah. and that's what I thought was going to carry on into this. Whereas he's done hard reset, and he's, you know, mentality, like you say, looks absolutely on point. I mean, if the first three games are to go, but even the Leeds game, even though it was choppy, still, a, it was still did a the win, job, wasn't it? And this has always been the mark of a good team if you, when you're not playing well and you're still picking up points. We we all know that. Um, but I, I, I mean, I'm looking at the Liverpool side, and I'm looking at the teams in the league. And yeah, it's early doors, so you know maybe we're a bit premature with this. I don't see where they're going to drop points. I just don't. But then I, I never saw Watford beating them. I, well, it's like you say, I put them where I did because they, they hadn't kicked the ball yet. And then even after yeah. the um, Leicester game, sorry, after the Leeds game, I thought, hey, they've shipped three goals against there. Like you can see them, mm. a bit sketchier. And then the previous two performances against ourselves and Arsenal just brushed us both aside. And I'm like, they're supposed to be the big boys. 
and then City already dropped points. Like the only two teams who haven't dropped, well, Villa technically haven't dropped points, and then yourself and Leicester. Yeah. So are they going to be the like if we're going off maximum points, it's the top four. Yeah. You just see them then running away with it. No disrespect to you two. I Not just, I mean, look, I mean, look, Leicester have bagged twelve goals already. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's too early. It's too early. But based on the performances, I mean, look, Leeds they look flying. Tottenham um, lost to you. Did well against Southampton. Everyone's saying like they dominated against Newcastle. Well, we dominate. We almost dominated them, but we didn't put the ball in the back of the net, so it's an irrelevance. Like that's their issue. They didn't put the ball away. Now apparently they're gonna have the best front three in the world when Bale's fit. But mm. I, don't, I don't know. When's your fifth? Seen on the Instagram today. He's back training. Right. So he's finally back on the training field. But I don't know how long till he's back on the field. Right. And he's a, and he's a nine point five on fantasy Premier League when he's fit again as a midfielder. I won't be paying that. No, you're not right. 9.5. As I said about us, we're ninth. It it is what it is. Newcastle are 10th. They beat West Ham. Newcastle, big club, mate. Big club. But here's the thing. They've had two shots on target in in three games, and they were both in that first game against West Ham. They haven't had a shot on target since. They were destroyed by Brighton. I watched that game. It was actually embarrassing. And the Tottenham game, if it's not for that penalty, Tottenham, Tottenham have thrown that one away. Yeah. So they're not looking great. West Ham have some West Ham have been beaten by Newcastle, just beaten by Arsenal, and then beaten Wolves 4 0. Like it it's all like people are having very um bipolar like results at the moment. Mm. They're they're having some howlers. Where not? And then except for like sort of the ones around the top, yeah. Like you say, Brighton lost to us last United but battered Newcastle. City. <laughs> Battered by Leicester, but beat Wolves. And you, when they beat Wolves, you went, that's a big win. That's an important mm. win. That's a tough yeah, first yeah. game. But then Wolves lose 4-0 to West Ham, and you go, hang on a minute. You go, hang on. It's actually not. This. Yeah. Just a little bit of a tangent for you, some breaking news. Uh, Everton are pressing ahead with Ben Godfrey, and oh. uh, set to bid £30 million. Cool. Apparently, Ancelotti wants him ahead of Tamori from Chelsea. But I think it's a great sign. And I mean, like, like we said, we, we spoke about this uh, a while ago. I think I, I threw out as one of the suggestions. Good signing. Him and Holgate. I know Keane's played well, but going like sort of like as you look forward, mm. him and Holgate, or if you were to lose Holgate, here's the he's a very good, very good. Defender. We need the fourth centre back. I think everybody you knows do. that. We allowed yeah. Lewis Gibson to go out on loan. I think Brantways will end up the same. It'll end up being Mina, Holgate, Keane, and obviously Godfrey if we get him over the line. Um I'm not seeing that much of him really to, to say whether I want or don't want him, but look, if he's good enough for Carlo Ancelotti, I'm okay with it. I think he's, I think he's good because I actually think it's better for you to do this than to get someone in on loan because long term a loan's nothing unless you're going to secure that person in on loan after the loan. Exactly. But we won't, yeah. but we weren't going to sell you to Mori. And the fact that you you weren't ever said gonna... you weren't going to sell Lukaku. I know, yeah, <laughs> I know, yeah, but um. Rudiger's going to go, so we we needed our like lot, and Tomori wasn't going to go out. No, I think that's a good signing. Jamal Lewis has already left, and the last one of that trio that I'm a big fan of is Max Ahrens, who's picking between Bayern Munich and Barcelona. So what a yeah, I think he's going to be fine as well. As long as I just hope the Norwich don't price either of them out, because the, all three of them, despite the fact that Norwich were pretty poor last year, I did like all three of them. Mm. The good players. Um, 
Back to the table, though, United lost to Palace 3-1, barely scraped it against Brighton because of, you know, that last-minute penalty. Southampton have lost twice and won once. They're not looking too great. Wolves have beat Sheffield United, but then lost to City and lost to West Ham. So, but they've got Fulham next, so that'd be fun. There's three points. And then, like you say, West Brom, Burnley, Sheffield United, Fulham are all on one or zero. So, yeah. early days. Though. Early doors, mate. Early but that doors. table's already looking fucking off. An absolute treat. We'll see. We'll see. Don't talking of off. Go. Talking of off as an absolute treat. Um, you're doing great in the Fantasy Premier League, aren't you? Uh, no, no. I've, I've had a very similar start to Chelsea. You, you win 9th or 10th. So, it's similar. That's what I said. <sighs> similar's not the same. It's similar. They're above you, though. I'm fourth, by the way. Oh, yeah. And who's top? Who is top? Oh, fucking Liam fucking Jerome. I don't even know how to play this. Uh, What's a... uh... What's a triple Uh... captain? Uh... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, How do I do your captain? Oh, this is how you do it. Oh, shit. Uh, The deadline's already gone. Who's your captain? Oh, shit. It's Lacazette. (laughs) And then Lacazette scores twice. And you're like, oh, you fucker. You haven't... Oh, Son and Kane doing wonders. I've got both of them. Can course you do. Course horrible, you do. isn't he? He's horrible. This is why I don't invite people in. <laughs> Anybody who's listening who actually does listen and goes on the Twitter page and stuff and, and has joined the Fantasy Football League, fuck all to do with me. He keeps inviting people in. <laughs> You'd have just had it me and you just so you could try and beat me again. Try. I beat yeah. you last season. I'm the champion. I have a gold Fantasy Premier League login when I go online. Oh, your lad's bomb now. Oh, he hasn't hit the 100 point mark he's ah. fucking fuming <laughs> special shout out to Max 14th Max who's I think we're going to hear till the end of the season about how he had Man City and Man United players in the first week because he didn't realise they weren't playing despite the fact we told him about a thousand times anyway join the fantasy league team if you haven't already AK0DIR that's the league code David wants as many in as possible hmm Anything else you want to bring up? Transfer rumours? Obviously, Sancho looks like it's not happening. So they are... Have you seen their alternatives, by the way? Who's? Uh, to United's to Sancho. It's Usama Dembele, yeah. uh, Luka Jovic, Edison Cavani, or Ismail Saar from Watford. The only one of them that makes sense long-term would be Ismail Saar. Exactly, because Usama Dembele's made a Weetabix. Uh Luka Jovic is a striker who they wouldn't be able to buy. And Edison Cavani's a short-term striker. Yeah. By the way, and none of them can play centre-back. I don't understand why they're after another forward. They've got Greenwood, Martial, Rashford, Andy Gallo. My my theory, and this is oh, just and me. Matter, who can play up the top end, and Dan James, but it looks like the fucking Dan James are. And if you really want to throw it out there, Lingard. But <laughs> I, I, I tell you why, is because forwards, I think a name like Sancho sells shirts. And that yeah. is my honest opinion. I think they bring him in and it's this huge marketing thing of look what we managed to capture as Manchester United. We are still bringing in the big name. I feel like it's when we bought Torres. It was a statement. Yeah. Well, we haven't won the league for a few years, but look who we've got in. Yeah. Oh, well, we, well, sorry, I say that we'd had just won the league, but there was this whole thing of can Chelsea, is Roman still invested? Yada, yada. Yeah, and it was, can they push well, on? we can. Here's David Luiz and Fernando Torres on deadline day. Whereas we actually just got, you know, royally mugged off. We we got lured in there a treat. But I think that's what this is. It's a look look what we can do. We're still Manchester United. We've brought in one of the hottest young prospects in football. He's in. Everyone will go out and buy a Sancho shirt. People will love it. 
through the roof. Stock the stock market and the um, the shareholders, they're all fine with it. Has he got top four again? Yeah, don't worry about it. I genuinely think all he's got to do is get top four again. Yeah, no, I agree with and you. And completely. The bit for me that solidifies that is surely everyone looks at the situation and goes, we will be a better team if we were to bring Pochettino in now. It would have made more sense, wouldn't it? Now, we've, dis- we've discussed that before. But but regardless of, and I, I agree with you, and I don't want to you know, tread on it again, but it just it's clear as day that there are better options out there. Mm. So clearly they're happy, and I think it's because they made top four and like financially they're fine. I don't think they're asked. I think they are, they are in a similar boat as what Arsenal were in for the last few years under Wenger. You got top four again, we're fine. So you got top four yeah. again. As soon as they started slipping out of the top four, suddenly it became an issue. Suddenly yeah, it was an yeah. issue being Wenger. The fans were bitching and moaning for years before that about where he, they were and that. But as soon as they dropped out of that top four, it became an issue and he got moved on. All Arteta's got to do is float in and around that European football. All Solskjaer's got to do is float in and around that. Whereas for Liverpool, it's not good enough. For Chelsea, no, no, no. you want to build. You want to build. It's. I think it's, it's, having, a big, it's having a different plan, isn't it? It's having a different expectancy level. I, I don't see how those those other four are even remotely close to him. And like you say, the only one that really makes sense is Sar. Even that, you go in. You can't start. I mean, it's embarrassing for Manchester United. Really, currently, they've absolutely balls this up yet again. But I'm sure in you. I'm sure me and you said this weeks ago when we said it would be exactly the same as Bruno Fernandes. Could have bought him day one, but pissed about till deadline day. So at the end of the window, say next Monday, they get him, they can go, we got our man, we're Manchester United. And then everyone will go, a lot of people will go, oh, amazing. And there'll be a few people in the back going, hang on a minute, you could have done this on day one. But then everyone would have sat there for the rest of the window going, who else are you going to sign? But they don't have to. They don't have to do that, do they? No, they don't have to. No, that's exactly the point, mate. Uh, listen, we've discussed it before. Business needs to be done early. Plans need to be made early, and you need to You're, get behind them. And you, you have to, you have to get it done. And you know, I understand that it has to be for the right price. And you know, the, the financial variables are completely different from club to club. But if you want Manchester United, you know, historically they've always gone out and got their man. They've gone. We're interested in a, a sat up and gone. Oh hello, what's going on here? And then it's happened. I think they're now going, well, we're interested in A, and A sitting there going, no, you're not enemies. And, like, and, it's, oh. and it's a brave new world that they're dealing with. Well, I mean, like you're saying, look at yourselves. you got the business done early. Liverpool, despite the fact they've only just sort of signed the, the two recently, yeah. Yota came out of nowhere, so we don't know how long that's been on the yeah. track. And Thiago was always going to go to Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea got all their business done early, but now they're plugging the pieces they've needed to. I mean, we've known about Mendy for God knows how long, despite the fact it's only been done. And if Declan Rice does get done this week, that's been on the cards for a while. Yeah. Um, but Manchester United, like you said, haven't done it early. Arsenal haven't really done anything. They've brought in Willian. They've brought in Gabriel and Saliba, but they're not even in the squad sometimes. And then they've dragged out the Aubameyang contract to make that look good. Yeah. Tottenham haven't really done anything. And then they've brought back Bale. And it's like, look how good we've done. Like yeah. the Bale, the Aubameyang, and potentially the Sancho thing all look very like, they're like heavily marketed. Or like commercially based or like reputation, aren't they? They're like smoke, aren't they? Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, look, look, yeah. We, look, we brought Bale back. You remember Bale? Bale was great. You remember how good it was when we had Bale? Well, he's back again. Uh, when's he going to play? Irrelevant. Looks great. Look, top three forwards in the world. Aubameyang, look, we've kept him. You know, we, you've known about this for months, but it's now official. And again with this, whereas 
it's better to go and get the job done early. I mean, even it Newcastle is, yeah. went out and got Wilson and Fraser in like a matter of seconds with each other. Leeds doing some tasty bit. City now panicking, not panicking, but going out and suddenly snapping up Ruben Diaz, which is a hell of a signing. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was panicking. No, it's not panicking. Or, no, not or, it's more it's more money in, a, in an area that they should have had locked down way yeah. before this. I mean, it sucked them three games. Don't get me wrong, the deal may have been ongoing for two months. We don't know. We'll and it's popped it. up out of nowhere, yeah. But it's popped up after getting B5-2 at home against Leicester, and it just looks like they've gone, fuck this shit. Go and get me another one. Yeah. Which, I know they don't really care, but then it obviously like just fuels the fire of the people that have always got a fucking comment about spending money when everyone spends money. Well... 411 million on defenders. He's yeah. Gonna have, have questions asked of him, mate. Yeah. Not like he's gone out and got himself three players and, and that's that. They're just not... It's, it's not just him. It's the whole, like, scouting network and everything and all that stuff as well. Like we've said, you know, in terms of Everton, we've touched yeah. on in the past, the likes of what was the scout you got from Leicester? Oh, fucking... Uh, oh. I know that you know what I mean. Yeah, but, not fucking Shakespeare. He always pops up. No, the no, other no. clown, the other clown, the fucking director of football. Yeah, I can't remember his name off the top but of my head. He wasn't. He didn't exactly bring in Kante and Mares and Vardy to Everton, did he? He brought in. No, you know, no, no. He fucking shot on us. So it's not just Guardiola, but it doesn't help. Um, Steve Walsh. Steve, that's the one. That's the one. Fucking, okay, I just popped in as I was searching for him on Google. So. I don't know if there's anything else you want to touch on, but I was thinking just a quick touch on the Champions League groups, a couple of tasty fixtures, and then run over the fixtures for this weekend. Yeah, cool. Uh, Champions League draw has happened yesterday. Uh, group A, you know, tell me how you feel about these. I'll read them out. Uh, group A, Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid, uh, Red Bull Salzburg, and Lokomotiv Moscow. Yeah, uh, Group B. Is that Bayern and Atletico going through? Of course it is. I don't even know why you're asking. Group B is interesting, though. Real Madrid, Shakhtar, Donetsk, Inter, and Borussia Mönchengladbach. You Real. would expect Real and Inter? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, group C, Porto, Man City, Olympiacos, and Marseille. Uh, I would expect City and Marseille. Uh, Marseille under AVB. I kind of wanted Marseille. I thought that would have been interesting. Uh, yeah, Marseille or Porto with Man City? Yes. It should Group D? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Group D? Ooh. Liverpool? Ajax, Atalanta, and Michelin. Liverpool and Atalanta? That's what I'm going for. I think Atalanta yeah. will be the, uh, the dark horses in this competition. Ajax aren't a joke, though. But they've, no, they've been stripped, not. haven't they? They're not that semi-final team. Yeah. They just lost Sergio uh, with Dest as well. He's gone to Barcelona. Today. Oh, was he? Re- see, that's yeah. the thing. See, even like we drew, what was it, 4-4 with them in the group last year? 400 million release clause in his contract. <laughs> Someone thinks I'm out of themselves. Fucking hell. It's messy part two. Group E. Um, yeah. Sevilla, Chelsea, Krasnodar and Stadren. I'm, I'm very happy with that. Krasnodar and Sevilla. <laughs> it should be. It should be. It should be Chelsea and Sevilla. Definitely. Sevilla aren't a joke, man. Like I, I was laughing with the lads before that. I said they'll probably want to finish third, though, so they can go win the Europa League. Again. They're good at European football. They'll want to go win the Europa League, though, so they'll probably throw it. Uh, yeah. F, Zenit, Borussia Dortmund, Lazio, and Club Bruges. Dortmund and Lazio. Easily, mate. Easily. Easily. Not even discussing that. That's, yeah, easily. Yeah. The easiest. Uh, <laughs> Group G, uh, Juventus, Barcelona, Dynamo Kiev, and <clears throat> um, 
Ferran Ferran Schwaros. That's the one. Ferran Schwaros. Yeah, so Juventus and Barcelona. <laughs> That's the one. Blah, blue, blah, blue. Blah, blah. Uh, Juventus and Barcelona. Juventus and Barcelona. Uh, is this the most random draw ever? Pitting Ronaldo and Messi against each other for the last time? Madness. Twice. Uh, random draw, though. Yeah, random. Uh, group H, last one. PSG, Manchester United, RB Leipzig, and Istanbul Bekashia. Um Paris Saint-Germain and Leipzig. Yeah, I'm going to go with PSG and Leipzig. Yeah. I can't then, see United performing against Leipzig. No, I think they'll... Uh, I think they'll or PSG, up. yeah. I think Leipzig beats Istanbul, beat United and gets something out of Paris. I think Paris beat United, gets something out of Leipzig and beats Istanbul. I think United gets something out of... Beats Istanbul, get beaten by Leipzig and beaten by Paris. I just don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I just think they're going to... We've said it, I said it, uh, we said with the table predictions and that we think this is the one that United slip away, but I don't know, man. Like the, the group games go from October into December now. Yeah. But we expect three of the English teams to go through then. Not United. Yeah. It's not... They should... It's Leipzig. That's what fucked them. If they'd have got any other third team... They'd have, they'd have been fine because yeah. you know no no disrespect to Istanbul but they shouldn't be competing with PSG PSG have unfortunately locked out one of those slots yeah yeah man I think United yeah. will be the one that fall out of the English teams I... and then the Europe oh go on no go on go on go I was agreeing with you I just said I oh I I thought you said I think I think um, the Europa League draw is happening today as you're listening Friday. If not, you listen and have to go back and have a look at the Europa League. Yeah. Do your own research, people. Yes. And now quickly, the fixtures for the weekend's Premier League. Yeah. Some good games. Some very good so, games. Saturday, the 3rd of October. Do you want to run yeah. through? Early games, Chelsea Palace. Mm. I still think Chelsea will win. 2-1 Chelsea. Battle of the shit kits. Um, uh, Chelsea 3-1 I think this is the game Van it turns up yeah scored one starting to get his, his stride going now I think he'll open his legs up against Palace and we'll see a different kid after that we've got Everton Brighton what are your thoughts Everton Brighton yeah a 3 o'clock game um, I, I can't see us losing I'll be honest and that's not me being overconfident. No, no, even if one or two of those are missing of the three that we think might be I still think we've got enough in the reserves I think we win but it's a score and win um, so I'm going to go with 2-1 3-1 to Everton I'm going to go 2-1 same as your Palace result fair enough <laughs> Leeds Man City yeah Leeds Man City 5-30 <laughs> kick off um, over at Leeds <sighs> it depends which Leeds turn up Ben depends which City turn up I'm going to go 4 all. Wow. Because fuck it, why not? Because fuck it, why not? Because it's 2020. That's <laughs> fucking why. 4-4. <laughs> 4-4. Okay, four. I'm going to go 2-0 City. I think they'll just have too much. It, they, they needed that win. Yeah, they will. Um, Newcastle, Burnley? I think Newcastle home win. I think they'll, they'll win that one 1-0. One they'll just be dogged. Burnley 2-0. Mm. And Newcastle start thinking about a change. Fair enough. You haven't said your opinion. Sunday. Sunday, big day, mate. I'm just going to rattle through them. Um, Leicester City, West Ham. Uh, 3 0, Leicester. Yeah, I'd go with that one. Southampton, West Brom. 2 0, Southampton. I'd go with that. Arsenal, Sheffield United. 
2-1 Arsenal. I was going to say that. Sheffield get their first. Sheffield, sorry, Sheffield get their first goal. Uh, Wolves Fulham. Um, honestly, three 0 full. Three nil Wolves. But I want to say four 0 Wolves. That could get fucking stupid. That one. Four 0 Wolves. Uh, I can't see Fulham living with them. And then the big game of the day, Man United Tottenham. The Jose Derby, as it will forever be known in my house and to no one else. Good. <laughs> um, ooh, two two. Yeah, one one. Draw though. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, Villa Liverpool to end round off the weekend. They have Liverpool by three. It could be fucking five two. It could be fucking a, a, a resounding win. Yeah, it will be. It'll be a three a three goal swing. Liverpool will win. Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. Like, is there anything on the Monday? Just let me double check to round off. No, no, that's yes, it. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Wait, uh, no, Real doesn't... Salt Lake against LAFC. Fuck's sake. Uh, LA three, Real Salt Lake two. You know nothing about the MLS, evidently. Because their goals are scored in multiples of two. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, that was it. And then obviously we've got a, a week off and then we're back on the 17th. Yeah. So uh, a nice weekend. Do you know what? I like how there's, for argument's sake, six games on a Sunday. And there's no yeah. games. There's only how many games? There's only one. Sorry. There's only two sets of games on at the same time. The yeah. 12 o'clock's on Sunday and the four, the two o'clock's on Sunday. But they're all on TV. And eventually we're going to lose that again. And wow. it, it is. Because it, eventually it will just go back to one game on a Monday, two games on a Sunday. Yeah. Five at three o'clock. I'm enjoying this while we've got it. That just that multiple games on a on a day. I don't know. I like having the two games on a Monday for argument's sakes, but enjoy it while we can. Yeah, that's it, me. Yeah, just drink it in one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's our predictions for the weekend. Um. I'm thinking maybe, but I'll track to you off air because next week we've got an international break. Mm. There might not be that much to talk about. We'll have obviously the deadline day. Maybe do one of our 11s next week. Yes. We have had a suggestion from my mate Charlie, because obviously we've asked for some suggestions. He said to do a Premier League one where we're only allowed to pick one player per team to make that 11. I've spoke a bit about that with you and we discussed about the idea of picking like a squad of 20 so we can't leave a team out. I'm quite happy to leave a team out as well when thinking about it though. Cause, but I feel like that just then we just immediately just go, right, we don't want anyone from Fulham. Well, yeah, equally, you can only pick one from City and one from Liverpool and one from yeah. Chelsea. So you may have to go and pick to be creative. Somebody but, from another, a team that you might not want to pick from, but I don't want to do a full 20, I don't think. I think if we do 11 and three subs. Four subs and you've got to have a second goalie. Deal. Virtual handshake. There we go. Nobody can see if that's happened. Just because I think like we're immediately just going to go, like I know in my head I'm going to go, don't want any from Fulham, don't want any from West Brom, don't want anyone from West Ham. I'm going to say no to Chelsea, no to Liverpool, no to United and challenge myself. The most unyou thing ever. Spoiler alert. No, I'm not. <laughs> four, four, right, four subs, you've got to have an extra goalie. Yeah. Do you have to have a defender, a midfielder, and an attacker on the bench? Yeah. All right, Sam, we'll do that then. Sam, we'll do that for next week. Cool. I'm a that. That can be bulk. Mm, lovely stuff. Transfer deadline day roundup. I can't yeah. expect much business to happen. Nope. Uh, and then we'll be sat here talking about, oh my God, who could believe it? Sancho Dio went through. That was their plan all along. La, who la, la, thought la, 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 la. Wolves would get him over the line? Oh, wait, he's not Portuguese. 
Would it surprise you, though? Would it surprise you? Not as much as that. So, glad to have you back. Yeah, good to be back. Our Thanks thoughts on everything so far. Aye. And we go from there. I will round us out if there's nothing right. else from you. No, no, it's all good. Twitter, two men rambling with the number two. Gmail, two men rambling at gmail.com. DM us, email us, WhatsApp me, Twitter us, Snapchat David. Send him a TikTok of all your questions, comments, and concerns. I clearly don't have a TikTok or a Snapchat. You do have a Snapchat. You said on air, you tried to find me on your Snapchat because I'm the one without a Snapchat. I don't have a Snapchat. Send him a TikTok. Um, I'm all over TikTok, yeah. You are. You're big on the TikTok. Big on the talk tick. Now, I always forget what I say now. Oh, yeah. Keep listening yourself. Tell us about this to your friends and family. Yeah. Share it. Oh, of course. I can't believe we haven't said it. Obviously, thank you to everyone who's listened so far and that continues to we have collectively hit over a thousand listens now it's a, a big big milestone for us really isn't it our little baby cog in the media wheel yeah as you put it that time no nice though over a thousand it's man mental it's good um, mate we've been go mate we're nearly halfway like through a year well we are halfway through a year nearly 52 weeks yes you know yeah we are yeah like so crazy start our lockdown not even the yeah. start of lockdown. We've been off for ages before we started this. I know. It was, it was just by happens, chances, wasn't it? We were like, oh, do you remember that, that podcast we always talked about? We were like, yeah, yeah. And we were both like, why the fuck have we not done it while we've got football else to do? Because we've been off for five oh, yeah. weeks already. Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah, let's fucking try and knock it out now. But Episode one, will the Prem ever come back? <laughs> Decent, mate. Decent. We keep going. Thank you That's for listening. Nice one. Look after yourselves. Jack, I will catch you around. I will. I'll catch you around as well. Thanks for listening. Guys, see you next week. All the best. Stay classy.